inch by inch, row by row, gonna make this garden grow. All it takes is a rake and a hoe and a piece of fertile ground. You're listening to Juno Afternoon. I'm Boston Christopher. The summer is probably the busiest time of year for Ed Byarski, especially as we approach solstice. With all this daylight, it's prime time for gardening in Juno. Ed, how are you today? Ah, uh, pretty good. And planting and harvesting and weeding and uh, eating from the garden. Eating from the garden. What are we eating from the garden? Well, lots, lots, and lots of stuff. Uh, I thought we could talk, among other things, about some edible flowers today. But we are eating salads every night. <clears throat> today was a big harvest of lettuce, uh, beet greens, Swiss chard, kale. Um, makes a really nice salad. Throw in some chive flowers for extra color. And uh, we're doing all sorts of good stuff. That's awesome. What what kind of uh, uh, dressing do you use? So usually we've got a bunch of different kinds. I've got some really good olive oil, and uh, I, I like when we're down south to buy different balsamic uh, vinegars. And the two of those, you know, go light, go easy, a little bit of salt, a little bit of freshly cracked pepper, and we're good to go. Oh, that's awesome. So uh, what kind of things do we have that are coming up for solstice? Is there anything that, that is happening around solstice that is important for gardening to know? Well, sure. I mean, one of the, one of the biggest items, I guess, I did my first sizable harvest of garlic scapes today. Uh, took them into one of the local retailers. And so they are, this is with hardneck garlic that we grow the scapes come up out of the center of the garlic this time of year. And instead of flowers, they don't truly produce flowers anymore. But these scapes are very tasty. We normally try to remove them as they start to curl as they come up. Usable as essentially as green garlic. That's the best way to describe it, I guess. Chop them up, stir fry with them. They can be pickled. You can make pesto with them. Uh, add them to tomato sauce or any of that sort of thing. And the other benefit is, other than the taste and being wonderful, is that then the energy of the plant from the leaves goes more into growing a larger bulb underground for harvest a month to six weeks from now. Oh, that's pretty great. So for a black thumb, I don't know what you call somebody like me, but I'm definitely not a green thumb. What do you call somebody like me who's not a green thumb? Uh, you have uh, learning potential to be a gardener. <laughs> Come on over and you pull weeds, I'll pay you in vegetables. That? <laughs> I see that. I'll, I mean... I'll even teach you which plants are weeds. Oh, that would be nice. We did, we did finally plant some bulbs this last year for the first time, and we did have a, a, a spring sort of, I think we had some hyacinths and um, a, f- a few other things and realized pretty quickly how 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 fast they they die out and become something that is really just a spring flower. So what should I be thinking about for next time? So is there something I can plant that would be a summer flower that would be blooming now? Well, some of the, um, well, you're looking for annuals at this point. Gotcha. Uh, If you actually want to plant seeds and get flowers later this summer. But otherwise, perennials, which will come back year after year, 
we we can plant we can start at different times you can grow you can buy them locally and plant them now some of them will flower later this summer they've already been started they've been growing for potentially a year or so to get them large enough to be ready to flower and then they'll flower every year after this so anything from the primroses which are pretty quick columbines again are a, a great one we can collect columbine wild columbine seeds and lupin seeds grow easily here you can see the wild ones outgrowing and you can start your own from seed or you can purchase plants uh, to plant and start them that way so it's really if you start early enough with annuals which means they you grow them from seed they flower and then they die all in one season uh, that's an option. Again, gotcha. they go to seed and you can, the seed racks are not as full as they were back in February when they first came out, but there's still some stuff there that are quick enough to grow um, as, as an annual and a little bit of planning, soil preparation and all that sort of thing. You can go to the uh, Southeast Alaska Master Gardeners website. They have hints and tips on making soil and starting garden beds and more. Awesome. Um, and there's free classes, free usually free meetings later that will start up again in the fall for folks to learn more about gardening and place where you can ask. You know, you're welcome to come out, bring your wife out, come on out to my place. I'll give you the 50-cent tour. Appreciate it. And I'll introduce it. you to some weeds. All right. What, what, I, I really do appreciate that. So, And what else is on your mind for, for this time of year, Ed? So I'm just, I am continuing to start more plants, such as lettuce. Just this past weekend, I planted uh, new lettuce starts. That'll be probably ready to harvest in a month to six weeks. Uh, This weekend, I also planted new lettuce seeds indoors under lights, and that will be to provide me with succession crop. Uh, I'm waiting on planting the new crop of spinach, until probably the end of July, so it doesn't bolt, so it doesn't immediately go to seed because of the really long daylight hours. Gotcha. So much of it is looking forward to harvesting. Uh, I'm, I'm out tickling my tomatoes and cucumbers in my greenhouse to help them pollinate. So the beans and sweet corn is growing nicely. And so watering. I mean, I'm enjoying watering instead of last year's not being able to not not watering. Right, right. Okay, so, and I have one last question for you. We're going to be running short on time here, but I heard in a few episodes a few weeks back, you were talking about the European current worm. Did you ever find any? Yes. Have not seen any yet. Haven't heard from anybody yet. I anticipating seeing them any time now. With the warm weather we had, that helps cause them to finish their life cycle, that is, emerge from pupas where they overwintered, and look for currant and gooseberry bushes to chew up and so that they can complete a new life cycle. Gotcha. So it's a matter of looking out. It happens fast. I mean, one day you might look at your, especially red currant bushes and gooseberries. They look nice and green and healthy, and it seemed like two or three days later you have skeletonized leaves Gotcha. That are just all of a sudden, huh, where did they go? And you see the little green and black caterpillars <laughs> that need to be need to be dealt with, squished 
or sprayed with soap spray or otherwise, but it's uh, be on the lookout. Gotcha. Well, thanks, Ed. Until next Wednesday, I'm sure Shelly will be back. That was Ed Byarski, Master Gardener and host of KTO's Garden Talk. You can find some more of his past segments online at kto.org slash program slash garden talk. And Ed welcomes questions there as well via email or phone. KTOO's Garden Talk with Ed Byarski is sponsored by Don Abel Garden Center, locally owned since 1936, offering building and garden supplies to both commercial and residential customers throughout Alaska. More at donable.biz.